Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the uh, film Vengeance, which came out earlier this year. Uh, The movie is written, directed, and stars uh, BJ Novak. Um, If you don't know who he is, he's a sitcom star. He was on shows like um, The Mindy Project, The Office, and uh, he's made a few um, appearances in films and, uh, things like that, but he directs this film, which is about a, uh, an inspiring writer who discovers that a girl, uh, he hooked up with, uh, during his single life in New York City is tragically, uh, murdered, uh, who lives out in West Texas, and he's been invited to the, um, He's been invited to the funeral to kind of give grievance. And you would think that this movie, it sounds like a spoof comedy, so to speak. You know, it sounds like something that, um, it sounds like something that comes out of a, uh, it sounds like something that comes out of like a skit or something like that. A guy who had been hooking up with this girl in New York learns that she's, she gets killed while in, um, she gets killed in her home state of Texas and, the family just assumes that, you know, these were boyfriend and girlfriend, and he goes out there to the most awkward reception you could possibly think of. However, the more he's down there, the more he starts to uncover that maybe, just maybe, that there is a, uh, there is a conspiracy that she wasn't, uh, that this wasn't really an accident. This was more so a cover-up. And that's where our story unfolds as he starts to get to know her family a little bit more. They're under the assumption that, you know, their daughter, their sister was uh, murdered rather than killed in an accidental drug overdose. And thus our story begins. Now, this movie had a pretty, pretty solid cast, you know, Boyd Holbrook, uh, Issa Rae, Dove Cameron and the great Ashton Kutcher. Now, this movie takes place in a small town of Abilene, Texas. Well, now that's probably, I think it's, I believe it's on the north side of Texas, like the panhandle and things like that. It has to be because, you know, there's a, there's a Texas tech scene in there and that's up north. So, uh, that's kind of where the movie takes place. And I just thought, I I always get a, a kick out of, when they get famous actors to play Southern characters. That always kind of bothers me because there are great Southern actors and everything like that, that people are from the South. And Ashton Kutcher, no, no disrespect to Ashton Kutcher, but, and, don't, and it's not like his performance was bad. His performance is actually really good in this film. He plays the local uh, radio DJ who helps young uh, singers you know, get their start and everything like that. He, he plays a character in the film and it's very interesting. His performance is really good, very suave, very sophisticated, very charming, and everything like that. It's a great performance from Ashton Kutcher. But I was like, man, the guy always does that. Like, he had that Netflix show where he plays, like, a southern college football player that goes back home and everything like that. And, uh, you know, I always found it weird that they do that. Like, they play, they make these like hotshot Hollywood actors, but I think they kind of, the only reason they can do that is to kind of sell the movie because nobody's going to buy it if it was somebody else. I mean, hell, I would have bought it if it was somebody like Matthew McConaughey or Woody Harrelson or somebody like that, somebody from Texas. 
and everything like that. So, because they did that in the movie, in the Footloose remake, that's what they did. They make Miles Teller the Southern guy, and even though he's not really Southern, you know, he's from Philadelphia and uh, things like that. But it always kind of ticked me off when they do things like that. But in this movie, Ashton Kutcher's performance is actually pretty good. Uh, it's very far and in between because we meet him about halfway and then we meet him uh, towards the end of the film and things like that. It's very similar to like Keanu Reeves in the movie The Bad Bunch. If you've ever, or is it The Bad Bunch or The Bad Batch? It's one of those movies where it's, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those where, you know, the, 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 their name is on the marquee and uh, they're, they're on the bill, they're on the poster, they're on the billboards and everything like that, but you don't see them as much. I think they're, they are the Hollywood stars that are attractive for ca casual moviegoers. Like, same thing with Issa Rae. Issa Rae gives a great performance in this film. She's a very talented actress, very beautiful, and everything like that. But her performance, it's you, you see little of her. To be honest, the entire movie that we get is with B.J. Novak and... Um, B.J. Novak and Boyd Holbrook are the only ones who kind of carry the entire film because... He's there in the most awkward situation because, you know, the family thinks that he's the boyfriend of their, you know, departed family member. But in reality, he only looks at he only hooked up with the girl maybe a few times while she was in New York. So it's a little bit awkward. However, the idea that he's going to be the one to kind of have closure with the family and all this other stuff. And the fact that, you know, he, because he's a New Yorker, he's looking down at his Southern family as just a bunch of hicks who don't really know any better. And they're the, these crazy conspiracies. He does get that Southern hospitality to where it, you know, he doesn't really write them off. He does, he does write by them. And it really goes to show you the character and the culture change that you see in that. You got this big city writer who has a great opening scene with John Mayer and he's, you know, going over all this stuff and things like that. And, and it's very interesting to see something like that. And I always credited that, you know, to go to the culture shock when guys, when people come from the big city and uh, go back to a small town and realize that, you know, these people are, um, are just normal people, average, your average Joes are out there and everything like that. One of my favorite scenes in this movie is when BJ Novak's character goes to a rodeo and he tries fried Twinkies for the first time and he, you know, falls head over heels in love with it because I, I fucking love fried Twinkies. I love the fact that they introduced that real kind of Southern hospitality, that Texas culture. They really got that in there. I'm from Houston, Texas, and that's where I am right now. And it's a great movie. You know, they actually shot the film at a local Whataburger, which was fucking phenomenal because it, I've only seen maybe two or three movies where I had to go eat right after ones. Uh, and this was definitely one of them. Like right after this movie was over, I left to go to Whataburger. I had to go get it. And I was like, oh, I'm hungry. Let's go do it. And uh, so, yeah, man. But this movie was really interesting. The idea that it starts off as a comedy. You're thinking like, oh, man. When I saw the movie, I had seen previews of this movie because it released earlier this year. I think it released sometime in the in the early summer, like in May or June or something like that. But it recently dropped on Peacock. And... I said that movie did look interesting because it's about this guy who's going to like a fake funeral or to a funeral of a girl he hooked up with thinking that, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be like a comedy. Like he's there for he's there for a funeral to kind of cover his tracks because he's asked to go there and things like that. But the more he stays there, the more he kind of gets enriched with that southern hospitality and the more he kind of buys into the idea that, well, maybe 
something did happen to this young girl. She didn't die of a drug overdose. Maybe she was murdered and uh, everything like that. But I like the idea that when I when I saw the trailer, I was like, OK, this that looks interesting. Uh, you know, that might be something for me to kind of check out and something like that. Then when it dropped on Peacock, I was like, OK, now for sure I have to check it out. And I watched it and I was blown away by it. I was really blown away by the idea that this this type of story can be told in a way that it did. I think B.J. Novak did an amazing job both writing and directing this film. His performance is actually pretty good. You know, he plays that awkward, you know, boyfriend that's not really supposed to be there in one way. But then his character arc really ships by the time we get to the end of the movie. The writing is fantastic because it, it really simplifies the idea of like a it goes from a comedy to a murder mystery. And then it kind of goes, but it also goes into a great character study about himself. You know, he he want, he's ambitious. He's trying to be a writer. He does a podcast and I can totally relate to that. And when he tries, when you think he's trying to do the right thing, he ends up doing the wrong thing. But then when he kind of grows a conscience and he kind of gets in there and says, all right, this is what we're going to do. And this is what I have to do because it seems right because he's doing right by these people. It's a real... It's a real great moment. And I think B.J. Novak did, an, like I said, B.J. Novak did an amazing job directing and writing this film. The look and feel of small town Texas is incredible because that's genuinely what it is like down here. It's a small town. It's a college town and everything like that. Everybody kind of knows everybody. And, um, you know, it had uh, some great performances from everybody who's in this family and everything like that. It had a great performance from Ashton Kutcher and, uh, and Issa Rae and everybody like that. And it was, it was great to see that he was able to, he was able to get so much with so little. This movie looked like a small budget film and the idea that, you know, it didn't really, um, it didn't really look like this, you know, happy-go-lucky town where everybody kind of goes. It didn't have, like, the Hollywood effect. And what I mean by that is if you take a movie like Sweet Home Alabama, how this big city girl returns back home to kind of, you know, you know, uh, to kind of uh, not necessarily go home because she wanted to. She had to go home for a specific purpose and things like that. There's that. Or a movie like Footloose where you take a city guy and put him in the in the uh, in the back country and everything like that, you know, it's got that Hollywood effect. It doesn't really seem believable in a way, and this and that. But with vengeance, it felt that way. It felt like because he's going to this funeral for a girl he really didn't have that much feelings for, the fact that, you know, he kind of gets caught up in the whole conspiracy theories of, you know, that Southern people have. Because I know a lot of people who think, you know, fucking government's behind this man and everything like that, especially down here in Texas. And, um, uh, you know, it had all of that. It had everything you needed from a good, a good comedy slash thriller. You know what I mean? It like, almost like the house, um, or game night, you know, something like that, where something crazy is about to go down. And the more he's down here and the more he realizes that something is strange afoot, but it's a great storytelling. I think it's a phenomenal character study of BJ Novak's character. And then it's a great character arc and it's a great moment of you know of treating people not necessarily judging a book by its cover and everything like that it had a great message in there it has that murder mystery stuff in there and then it also has some great laughs in there as well and i think the biggest thing the biggest takeaway i can take is 
that B.J. Novak did an amazing job capturing the look and feel of like a small town in Texas because he really did. It really if you you have to be from a small town in order to understand it. You know, that's the best way I can put it. You know, I'm out here in Houston, but I grew up in a small town just like that. And, uh, you know, it really kind of meant a lot to me that, you know, somebody took the time to kind of re kind of capture that in a way because movies like movies like vengeance and there's another movie with jeff bridges called hell or high water same thing you know that was a little bit more darker in tone because that's more of a crime drama than it is a comedy so that was a little bit different but it still kind of captured that small town that small texas town feel to it the same way that vengeance did it so this was a great film if you have not seen it i would highly recommend it it's on um peacock if you have peacock there's something to watch um Whatever the case may be, you guys got to check it out. I I would probably give it an 8 out of 10. There are some a little bit of those tropes about, you know, uh, people finding out the truth or people not being trustworthy with one another and things like that. It has those moments, certain earmarks that make comedies that certain like comedies like this would have and everything like that. So there's that. And there's a couple of moments that li- that little bit kind of drag on for a little bit longer. And there's there's also those repetitive jokes that kind of get in there. It's like, okay, we get it. That's funny the first once or twice that you do that. But, um, you know, you don't have to keep doing it the rest, the rest of the moment, the rest of the movie. There are those, you know, kind of heartwarming moments. There's all those heartbreaking moments. And there's great performances from everybody in the film. You know, like I said, this is probably going to make, this probably might make my top 10 at the end of the year. And uh, don't get me wrong, we're here we are in November and we are inching close to the end of the year. So there's a couple of more movies that are coming out this month and next month. So we'll see how that goes. But anyways, guys, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets. Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcasts from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Have you guys seen the movie Vengeance? What did you guys think about it? Are you a UT fan or are you a Texas Tech fan? <laughs> Whatever the case may be, definitely let me know. Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Uh, Black Panther, I have the Black Panther episode coming out. I'm not sure if we'll be able to cover Black Panther Wakanda forever this weekend. Uh, but the moment I do go see it, I will give my overall thoughts for it. Uh, I believe sometime today or tomorrow we are releasing the episode for the first Black Panther film. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.